academia Rosso Hello and welcome to episode 9 of the My Hero Academia podcast. This week we'll be covering anime episode 57 which is Rescue Exercises and manga chapter 194. My name's Sophie. And my name's Kendra. There isn't any news this week other than the cover page for My Hero Academia volume 20 is out. Uh, Do we want to talk about like our reactions to it a bit? Yeah. I think it just looks super busy is all. Like, I think he tried to include everything instead of just, like, picking one idea. Because he wanted to showcase everything in the arc, but it's like, it just... It looks like Nijir, or, okay, the blue-haired girl, she looks like either she's dead, she's a love interest, or, like, a god that Deku is, like, appealing to as he raises his hand in the air. She's like, don't put her in. And why is, like, the... We even have, like, the dorms, like, really big. It's like, why? It's a building. Yeah, I think the shoehorning in of Nedgery was is the bit that I think pushes it all so that it's much too busy. Mm-hmm. If they got rid of the UA building and they pulled Eri and um, Mirio and Jiro and everyone up a bit so they were in the same line mm-hmm. as the villains, it would make more sense. But it just looks so busy, especially with her just shoehorned in the middle room between the lightning. Yeah, and, like, also Hound Dog, for some reason, is on, like, the side of the villains. <laughs> yeah. Deku's, like, the dividing line, but then, like... Teachers are the enemy. <laughs> and I know uh, Horikoshi said some stuff about it, that he was basing it off of, like, uh, Western, like, blockbuster stuff, and I can kind of see that. And that was thanks to Caleb translating it, and you can follow Caleb at CD Cubed. Yeah, I can see where he's going for it. I mean, we're just looking at it on the screen, so maybe in a physical copy it will look better. But, I mean, it, it looks good. It's just very... Mm. It's very busy. Oh, well, it'll grow out of me eventually. And one day when I'm like, oh, I need to get, like, another bookshelf if I want to own all of My Hero Academia. Yeah. Like, or a bigger house. I'll get a, When I get a bigger house, then I will buy all of it. I promise, Caleb. <laughs> I will one day buy all of it. Or they should do, like, omnibuses of it. I would like omnibuses. Oh, yeah, that would be more... Yeah, that would be good. Or I guess maybe at one point they'll get to doing, you know, the One Piece has the big box sets. Mm-hmm. They're the ones that I have. I just bought them in massively in bulk. Nice. But I'm hoping when I move into my own place in the next, hopefully, couple of weeks, I'll have enough room. Nice. I just bought, like, all of Haikyuu and I had to buy another bookcase for it. And now maybe if they have a sale, I'll buy all of it. Mm. But anyway, sorry, let's move on to the anime. So anime episode 57 entitled Rescue Exercises. So it covers, like usual, it covers um, the first half is one chapter and the second is another. So this is manga chapters 109 and 110. So at the start, we see the arena blow up again as we did in the end of last episode. And we learn that this is the last stage of the test and they will need to rescue people as bystanders to the disaster. Kaminari and Mineta need a definition of what a bystander is from Hagakure and Momo, which surprised me. <laughs> I mean, isn't bystander an obvious word? And if they learnt it already, isn't Mineta supposed to be clever? Is Mineta? How, where is he in the class ranking? I think he's... No, he's not number five, but he's in the top ten. What? There was that where they were all going through the... Uh, the class results and Mineta got quite high. They looked at him and said, "You're supposed. You're only supposed to be likable if you're stupid." 
interviews at like the bottom. Uh, I I don't. I guess maybe they're really excited, or like maybe it's a complicated word. Was it in ink? Uh, was, did he say bystanders in English? Maybe is that what they confused them? Or I I have no idea. I don't remember. I didn't write it down. I don't know. I think maybe they they're just stupid. They're just dumb. <laughs> exactly. Um, but we then see that there's children and elderly people in, appearing out of the debris. And we learn that there are trained people in need of rescuing <laughs> from their Help Us company and are in high demand. Huck. It would have better if it was a funny short form, but Huck is just like, Huck. It should have been Hug. Mm. Oh, Hug would have been good. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it could have been Group at the end. That would have been yeah. well. <laughs> oh, well. They will earn points by the way they rescue people and will only pass if their points pass the benchmark, but we don't learn what the benchmark is. Mm-hmm. They're then told that they've got 10 minutes to get ready. Ida and Izaku are wondering if their exam is based on what happened in Kamino. And Ida looks quite regretful as he says that while they were just focused on rescuing Bakugo and staying out the hero's way, there were a lot of casualties in the midst of that. And I mean, we saw the casualties during Kamino, mm-hmm. but they weren't really showcased more to us as readers. So I like that we got this insight. Yeah, and it's very much like people died there. And I guess they were so focused on like, their classmate but they really like they couldn't really have done anything they would have just gotten in the way if they'd done anything else yeah and they were pretty shell-shocked from what happened as well they weren't mentally in the right place to do that on top of everything Mm -hmm. um we then get the title card and we cut to sero who's approaching kaminari and mineta with an amazing story however mineta will only be interested in hearing the story when he knows it's rating (laughs) and it is given an 18 Sarah points towards Cammy, who the other two have already clocked as hot. He then tells them about him catching her completely naked with Izuku in the shadows behind some rock, uh, which does sound really suspect. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just love that, like, Ciro's their friend. Like, you'd think Ciro is, like, a very, like, he seems very straight-laced, but I like that he is kind of, like, still a teenager, that he's like, hey, I got this juicy gossip. Ciro's a gossip canon now. Yeah, no, he he's a pervert, but he's not... A, de- a delinquent pervert. You wouldn't need to worry if you were in the dark with him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but when he'd be phrasing it like that, he saw her naked with Izuku in the shadows behind some rock. I can understand why Kaminari and Mineta lost their minds. But they go to start attacking Izuku out of jealousy. Mineta, th- Mineta then takes it even further by shouting, demanding to know what happened and pointing straight at Kami, which is really rude. Don't point at everyone. Yeah. Everyone's nervous about the test and he just wants to mouth off and he's just rudely pointing. I mean, perverts can be polite, so there's no need for this lack of manners. But <laughs> I mean, that is just rude. Um, there's then quite a funny moment where all three, they just stop looking and stare at her. And she waves at them with the same, like, you know, the bubbly pink that they gave Ochiko when she was thinking about Izuku before. Mm-hmm. They give it to her now. Um, and this seemingly innocent wave causes Mineta <laughs> to scream. He just starts screaming as if he wasn't loud enough anyway. And apparently, a seemingly innocent way, there's actually secret code. And it's a greeting for when a relationship has passed a certain point. Who knew? Uh, it's because no girl likes Minette enough to wave at him. That's why he has that. Because he's rude. He's weird to girls, so they don't want to wave. If you're nice to people, they'll wave at you. If you're not, they won't. Ah, oh, secret code. <laughs> Um, They continue to attack Izuku, calling him a smooth-talking, curly-haired bastard. (laughs) 
Oh, poor, poor Deku. Dude, yeah, his hair is nice. Oh. Um, Izuku then tries to clear his name by explaining that it was her quirk that happened and that he was actually super scared, but they don't care. Um, yeah, and Kami is still waving at them, which drives them even more mad. Ochiko is standing on her own watching, but Kirishima is just paying them no attention at all and eating away as mm. Nagamasamura from Shiketsu comes over to talk to Bakugo. So Nagamasa is the, the really super hairy guy. Oh, so he's it from the Adam family. Yes. Nagamasa asks about um, Seji and describes him as the one with slit eyes. <laughs> uh. He apologises for Seji and says that he likes to push his values onto others. And he says that he would actually like to start fostering a good relationship with UA. And we just see one round blue eye poking out from all his hair. It's so scary. He reminds me of the really shaggy dogs. And you, you know, you hardly ever see their eyes. Oh, yeah. He reminds me of one of those. I don't know why him saying that he wants to build a good relationship freaks out Mineta. But it really freaks him out. I can see why it would freak out Izuku after his altercation with Kami. But I don't know why... <laughs> Mineta gets so looks so bothered by it. <laughs> Mineta's just like in a very high state right now. <laughs> he's probably think I don't know. He's probably thinking like all of I have no idea. Um, Shoto calls Inasa over and asks if he did something to offend him. Inasa just addresses him as the son of Endeavor and says that he's sorry, but he hates you guys. <sighs> Which at this point we don't really know if you guys means. I guess we kind of know that it's the Endeavor family. But you could, if you weren't sure, take it as it being UA. I think he's already said that he loves UA. Yeah, I just, because we read the manga and we know I was a bit unsure. But... Mm-hmm. You do, I think you could misunderstand that. You could be like, wait, what is he talking about? Mm-hmm. Um, he continues that though Shoto has changed a little bit since he last met him, he still has Endeavor's eyes, which leaves Shoto shocked. Uh, the Shiketsu students then leave. Mineta and Kaminari start up again at Izuku because Kami said goodbye and he responded with, right. <laughs> so that was enough to start them off. I saw talking about the eye comment. Like, if someone said that to me and, like, I'd been through all the stuff Todoroki had, I would have, like, hit them or something. Because I'd be like, no. But it, it makes, like, there's a backstory we haven't seen yet. Or, but, yeah, it's just still, like, pisses me off. Yeah. I don't think I'd be clever enough to get that. I wouldn't be thinking that they th- they'd thought like the emotion behind the eyes mm. i just be like her uh, it's genetics it's not my fault <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, momo then tells off the guys and tells them that their behavior is embarrassing so they need to stop we then cut to ochiko who's been watching kami walk off and wondering why her heart feels so stirred up but as she goes to talk to deku about it the bell starts and they all Oh no, the walls open up. <laughs> Sleepy Mira tells them that the terrorists have attacked, leaving devastation and they need to go in to save as many lives as they can. And then we get a scene of them all running off. Did you have anything to say about um, Ochko watching Kami? Oh, I guess like she's jealous and I kind of like, I think we go, if, when she goes into it more, I'll kind of put like how I feel about it. I just, when, it was funny though for my notes when I put Momo tells off horny boys because <laughs> I didn't want to write out other names. So I was like, they're the horny boys. Well, I like that Ochoko's sad rather than mm-hmm. angry. Because she's just kind of confused and doesn't like quite know how she feels yet or like how she wants to feel. Um, as they all run off, I know I saw that Inasa flies up in the air using the vents on his knees, which <laughs> I thought was quite cool. Oh, I didn't notice. Um, 
Ada wants them to work as a team again, but nope, Bakugo runs off and <laughs> Kaminari and Kirishima are following and he asks them why and they just smile at him saying, ah, we just feel like it. Because <laughs> they're your friends! They look really funny as they're running behind him. They look like they're doing like, you know, um, high knees. Oh yeah! They look like they're doing that because they're so bolt upright as they smile and run off behind him. <laughs> Um, Izuku then runs over to a crying child who he heard in the backdrop and we can see that the child has a bleeding head and he's crying for his granddad who has been crushed in the backdrop. Izuku runs up to him, this crying child, and says, what? This is bad, where? <laughs> to which the, the kid immediately switches to angry, shouting, minus points, before explaining that Izuku didn't even assess the child's injuries or the environment before he progressed. Sorry. It's just kind of funny that at least, like, the Huck people are giving them, like, pointers. They could just not say anything and let you fail. So at least, like, that's kind of nice of them. Yeah. But then I don't know if he was just so angry that he was like, what are you doing? Because that is a terrible response. Yeah. We then cut to other participants, and they're doing things like they're cordoning off danger zones, creating aid stations, triaging the injured... And we see Nagamasa again, and he's using using his hair to clear space to create a helicopter pad, and then he's going to go on to use roads. It's really impressive that he can clear all that area with just his hair. Yeah, and I guess I'll just, like, make sure there's nobody underneath that rubble. It's just, like, I guess he maybe, like, checked or something, but it seems he's just very much, like... And, like, everyone's making space for first aid too later, and it's just, like, how many first aid spots can there be? Are you just going to be like, oh, no, this is the one, and, like, fight over it? But I, I don't know. Yeah, I guess it's pretty big, isn't it? So they probably need at least one first aid station in each of the... Is it five zones? Oh, yeah, true. Because there's. It, it seems like right now they're mainly in the city area and then the mountain, but there is a bunch of other ones, so yeah. Yeah. The child then continues, and he says that the main mistake that Izuku made was by saying that the situation was bad and not reassuring the injured child. Izuku then takes a moment to slap himself. He, like, double slaps himself on the face. Mm-hmm. And he remembers All Might saving people from his favourite video with a big smile. Um, and he says, he look, then looks down at the child and says that it's fine. It's all going to be fine. Picks the child up, who again immediately starts screaming. <laughs> so like the, he, he took a moment, he thought, I'm going to keep going. And the child was like, right, you're going, I'm going. <laughs> Back in character. Yeah. Izuku picks him up to comfort him and runs off to the first aid station but as he runs off, he's trying to comfort him. All he's repeat doing is repeating that it'll be all right. <laughs> to which the kid says that he's terrible and can't he say anything else. And then Izuku just switches to repeating that he'll save him. I think so. Should you not... Like, injured people, if you don't know how they're injured, or shouldn't you worry about their back? But I guess he knows it's just the head. But, like, shouldn't you, like, not move? Don't do that. That's why they have, like, bed... What do you call the... Stretchers. Yeah, so you're thinking about um, C-spine yeah. injury. So the thing about C-spine is if you've been, it's not if you've been hit over mm-hmm. the head, it's to do with risks of like falling or something on your uh, back. But the rule is that it's a life over limb. Oh, true. So if leaving him there for a long time for someone to come along with a stretcher, he could die and possibly die in that amount of time. So you want to get him out there. And also he's sitting up, he's moving all his limbs. Uh. So it's less likely that he has a c-spine injury and we don't know that he fell from somewhere it just looks like he got hit oh, that makes sense. yeah uh, the mood switching in this scene going from serious to humorous is probably my favorite part of my hero academia mm-hmm. and in this scene we went from like sad to funny to sad to funny and i think it's really like 
that part is really emphasised in the anime that you don't get as much in the mm. manga. I just really yeah. like it. Um, as he runs off, Ochako is is watching him in the background and she's flashing back to people asking her about her feelings for him. But she decides that she needs to put those feelings behind her and keep rushing forwards like Deku does. So then she decides to switch off those feelings and chase off behind the rest of the group. Uh, I guess, like, I just... I, why does she have heels in her, her outfit? And also just, like... I, I like that she's kind of able to put those feelings away and it's like she naturally has those feelings, but I just kind of get annoyed that like we have to have that, And but like Deku hasn't had that with Ochiko. Like he seems fine as being her friend. He Why is it the girl that has to struggle with these feelings that Deku doesn't seem to at all? I don't know. Yeah. I think it's, I still I still love Ochiko and I think they actually did like handle it really well without making her seem like really lovesick. It's just like, oh, I kind of like this guy, but also I want to be a hero just like him and like I don't want to get distracted. I think she did well. I mean, I remember back to being like, is it 15 or 16? I can't remember how old she is. And infatuation so much stronger than I think than it is now. It's really (laughs) all-consuming. Sleepy Miro then announces that everyone is doing well, but things won't be straightforward as we see an ominous group of feet in the background. But what could it be? (laughs) Cut to break! Yes, I thought it was like, Team Rocket was my first thought for some reason. Uh, and over the break, we learned that Ainasa likes passion, and, it, it, and the episode starts back up again, and he's roaring his own name, and that his hero name is Gale Force, and he, like, exercise, rescue exercises pump him up, and he starts blowing the rubble and people all around, spinning it around, and the Huck person points out, like, it looks sloppy, but he's using different wind types, and so it's actually, like, very technical, and I just love it's like an old baby saying it. Oh, subtle control, but it's still sloppy. And Harry Guy reprimands him, saying, like, you need to do safety checks first and make sure there's no injured people. So I guess when he did his hair rubble, he did that. Uh, it could just make things worse. They're being really soft by saying that it's just sloppy. <laughs> like, even if he's making sure that the injured people don't get hit by the rest of the debris, if they've got, like, broken bones a head injury, any kind of internal bleeding, or even if they've just got, like, vertigo. (laughs) It's a really bad choice to suddenly pick them up and whirl them around in the air. There's, like, projectile vomiting as they spin around. (laughs) Oh, that would be amazing. The other thing is, all the elderly people that we've seen Horikoshi draw have been really short. (laughs) I think it's just, like, a Japanese thing that, like, they get... Do you think when there's an evil elderly person, they're going to be really dull? Yes. I guess that would technically be all for one. He's old. Yes, it would. And yeah. he's tall. <laughs> how, how, is he like normal person height or is he like all might height? Is he like seven feet tall? I don't know. Uh, I don't think he's as tall as all might, but I think he's still, he's a tall mm, chap. He's not short. He used his quirk mm. stuff. He's like, he just got a growth quirk for vanity. Uh... And uh, there's a guy with all white eyes, and he notes that uh, Cammy has vanished. And I think the guy with the... There's one guy who has, like, eyes all over him, and I think it took me a while to realize what they were. I don't know if it was that guy. Uh, oh, I thought it was the, um, you know, the one that kind of looks like one of the droids, but a black version from Star yeah, Wars. Yeah, I think it was, I thought I think it was, it was him. him. Uh, and Inessa catches an old man, an old man baby, who just screams sloppy at him. I think, like, I would get so annoyed if people were screaming at me all the time angrily. I would just be like, no. <laughs> or just be, like, too anxious about it. 
And initial response is where the amount of training and one's decision-making ability makes it most obvious when you're only a first year. And Anissa is at a disadvantage just because he's a first year so he doesn't like quite know what he's doing yet. And Osage says he's too impatient, he's just kind of like watching on the side. He lacks experience and self-awareness. And then either a random dude or a teacher is like, you're the- you do realize you're the only one who failed, right? I think we find out he's one of the teachers, but he's, he just looks terrified all the time. Like, he's got chronic Yeah, he just, like, he doesn't... I guess maybe he's, like, scared Sage will meatball him if he gets mad, but, it's like, he doesn't seem like a te- Like, aren't teachers pro-heroes? Or maybe, like, not at all the schools, but... Yeah, this guy just seems terrified. Maybe he's just got IBS. Irritable bowel syndrome? <laughs> yeah. He really needs to... That's just his face all the time. He's always on edge. Oh, poor guy. Uh... And when uh, Seiji says yes, he's like, okay, then reflect on that. Oh, he said, I think the teacher says Seiji is too easily influenced, especially by Stain. And he's upset to be compared to be, like, a villain. And the teacher says, like, not necessarily a bad thing. It's where Stain's fundamentalist assertions and All Might's retirement, people want to reform heroes. So they kind of get that energy and that, like, idea, like, oh, I'm going to make this change. Like, I'm going to make it better. Sometimes you can go too far. If hatred and negativity become the source of the energy behind this, change will be clouded by judgment and make you go too far. Woo. And, uh, so we get some randos. They're kind of, like, trying to find people, and they realize, like, someone's there, but they can't hear. No one's answering them. And they check for a pulse, and there's a guy with white dots, which are actually eyes, and there's a horn helmet guy. And again, they're making space for treatment. Uh, and then we cut back to the UA kids. And Ochiko is rushing in to make something float. and But Momo makes a stop stick to make her stop. I loved that. So cute. Uh, and she points out that the debris is very balanced. Like it's... Uh, like it's going to fall at any moment if you like touch it or move it. Uh, so they need to use the support to evacuate him. But it... So she makes like... She makes a whole steel beam. Like how is... Like if it's her fat cells that are doing it. How is she not, like, anemic or, like, super skinny every time she makes something huge? I don't know. She goes down from, like, an E cup to an A. <laughs> Pretty much. Or, yeah. Uh, and she's like, oh, it could take some time to put together. But Ciro and Sato jump in. I feel bad for Sato. Like, every time he appears, I have to Google what his name is. Because I just think of him as Sugar Man. His, oh my god. What if he makes his hero name Sugar Daddy? Isn't his hero name Sugar Yeah, Rush? but he could change it when he's older to Sugar Daddy. Never mind. I think Sugar Rush is a pro used to be a program in the UK about teenage lesbians. Oh, maybe he's a fan. Sorry, <laughs> that just came to my mind. Or it makes me think of Candy Rush, the like the mobile game. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, they jump in to help, and I love that we see that uh, Sato has like a pack of sugar to eat. So I guess he must have those like little sugar packs they give at like restaurants just on hand to eat all the time. I think he keeps them on his belt, yep. doesn't he? He doesn't have Batman utensils. He's got sugar patches. <laughs> Bless. You uh, can just like, if he runs out, he can just run to any restaurant and be like, I need these! <laughs> and uh, Ciro does some cool taping stuff. Ochiko crawls in and, man- and like floats small stuff, which is kind of cool. But I realize when she's crawling in, it looks like she has like all her hands on the ground. I guess maybe she's like doing something else. Because, um, no, she... She, I think she does. She because she crawls into one space and then she gets rid of things. And yeah. she? she doesn't like do it. What if Ochiko just touched 
bedrock. What would happen? Could she float the earth? I guess she had, she can only lift like four tons or something. But just like lifting. <laughs> yes. So it goes off to join like Saturn. <laughs> yes. I just it makes me think of it like Superman wanted to like move the earth and all the other superheroes like yelled at him because it was really dumb. Uh and oh and they realize that they don't have enough heroes to save oh this oh no wait this is i almost said the villain this is the guy they're saving is like there's not enough hero to save everyone they need to be as efficient as possible and or i can't actually i don't know if that's the okay and then it cuts to a shindo being like if we all stay together we'll lose time and we need to divide labor and do what your quirk can do and to focus, oh, and actually, sorry, I think this is all the Vic, the Huck person being like, to focus on your role in a test, trying to sell yourself takes a lot of courage. And you can only do it if you really understand the situation, but it's, and then he thinks to himself, it is a lot of wasted effort. So like, if they keep up like this, I can't give them their license. Uh, Mineta and Ida and Shoji end up just watching and like, actually like a lot of the class is just watching. So like they... And they all start splitting up into smaller groups. Uh, Sue wants to go to a river, and Todoroki goes with, and also Toru. Uh, the rest of them want to go to split up, and they, yeah. Because Koda can talk to animals, so he can look for people, and so can Shoji, so everyone's kind of, like, naturally brace separating. Uh, Ida says, like, okay, we can communicate with other schools, we want to save as many lives as possible, and I love, like, Ida is, like, kind of in charge a little bit, or he thinks he is. He is, though, and he's the class rep. They all they all listen to him and him and Momo, mm. really. Uh, so he, he splits off with um, with Shoji and Mineta, yeah. doesn't he? And then, I think, is this where Shoji creates that big ear tree? Oh, yes, I think he does it a bit. And just like, that's really cool. Uh, and uh, immediately Aoyama's like having trouble seeing in the dark here's a br- have, here's a bright future and then he lies down again and shoots his laser up uh. his lying down pose that he does everything about Aoyama is so the top at least he was smart enough time. not to like shine the laser into the dark and potentially like kill someone <laughs> uh. but I mean he shines it yeah, up doesn't he? Smart. he doesn't he doesn't try yeah, it that's, that's smart of him and, like, there's a guy right by who's covered in eyes, and it's like, you can blind that guy. Like, he, won't, he like, won't be able to look in the dark for a bit. Uh, and every, I, I like that everyone, like, lets no, Momo know they're leaving. So it's kind of like, okay, yeah, we're heading out. And Ochiko floats the guy over, saying, like, oh, his leg's broken, we need to tape it up. Uh, Jiro can also listen and look for people. Or just, okay, I guess, <laughs> I don't look and listen. She can listen for people. And... The mountain area people... We, okay, we cut to the boys, where uh, there's people with injured arm calling for help, and Bakugo screams at them to save themselves. And everybody is shocked. Uh, Kaminari says, like, you're sticking cl- too close to your style. Like, you're too on-brand. And Kirishima's like, they might really be hurt. We kind of get the, the victims going, like, oh, we are, we're, like, low priority, but did he figure it out and tell us to move on? And Kaminari's like, okay, they took it in a good way, I guess. And Kirishima, they slide down. It's like, oh, we'll take you somewhere safe. But they still dock back a good points because the tone of voice was inappropriate. Uh. Yeah, they, to be fair, both Kirishima and Kaminari telling, sh- taking them to the 
first aid stand is a bit much. Like one of them could take them. They're walking wounded. They're they're like the least priority. They can yeah, go on their own. Yeah, like point them in the right direction and they're good. <laughs> yeah. <Shuffle-ons. laughs> and like Bakugo turns and yells like, "What'd you say?" He's like, "Are you gonna like go fight the Huck people? <laughs> like, what are you doing?" Aida uh, is running first to a person to see their condition and like. And he's thinking to himself, even if it wasn't a test, I would still help somebody. It's what my brother would have done. It kind of makes me think of back during the first exam, like the exam to enter UA, Ida was kicking himself because like he was running instead of saving Ochiko because he like wanted to pass. But I think like he's grown a lot now. Oh, I hadn't thought yeah. about that. Yeah. He's, he gets true. like to be true to himself. And the crew, the group with Koda, it's like, okay, let's go to the mountain zone because there'll be animals there. But, like, we just had a bunch of birds in the city area. So it's just like, you could talk to pigeons. Like, they're not going to have, like, cougars in the mountain area. Like, I don't know what they expect. <laughs> yes, yeah, just like... <laughs> it's just midnight there. <laughs> Prying on the injured young men. Uh, uh. Oh, and then we cut to uh, Todoroki and Toru, and they want there's somebody in a river, and like, okay, let's gather things to burn to warm him up. And I guess it's because like Todoroki doesn't want to like stand by him with his flame side, because that could be risky. Yeah, I guess if they can get enough of a big enough fire, they can gather a, a group of wounded people around to try and get them out of their hypothermia. Mm. But the thing that I thought about this was, shouldn't Hagakure be wearing like an actual costume rather than her gloves? and shoes like imagine you've got a head injury or you're delirious from dehydration or something and then you suddenly start hearing this voice talk to you and you can't actually see anything or imagine you're like lying there and then you see her carrying someone off but you can't actually see her so it just looks like there's an injured person running or like just flying off that would freak you out i didn't even think of that that's oh okay there's something yeah there's something that i might talk about in the manga segment because like I feel, yeah, like, I don't, uh, yeah, I mean, it'd be funny if she could, like, have, like, an emergency outfit that she could put on to, like, not trip people out. Or just so, like, she could say, like, if you're, she's, like, naked and she wants to carry someone who's bleeding, you don't want to get, like, that blood on you, because then it could be, like, or I guess you, that's not an issue, but it could be, like, cross-contamination or whatever, I don't know. Imagine just seeing her, like, carrying, imagine seeing this person that's injured just, like, floating <laughs> off. I'm like... <laughs> I'd be like, what's going on? I didn't realise I was this ill. I guess, like, talking to her, you'd be like, I have no idea where your head is. I can just see your gloves. It'd be awkward. Deku is handing over the boy to the injured, to, like, the first aid place. And she's, and, like, the person is very much, like, quick. She, like, checks the pupils and, like, okay, carry him over to the right. And they're, like, and they note, I think, uh, the tired guy in charge notes they're screening the injured and performing first aid. And I think, like, the person, people who are doing first aid, I think, are, like, I think it's right. It takes a lot of bravery not to be like, okay, I'm going to rush out. It's like, okay, I'll stay here. And then I can save people by, like, analyzing stuff. So I think that's a really smart way to pass. Mm. And he goes on to say, like, in the short time before first responders show up, heroes must act in their stead and make sure it's a smooth transition after arrival. And it's a bit sloppy, but there's less points taken off than expected. But they need to multitask. And then we get explosions. Team Rocket is here. Uh, Deku remembers that it was a villain attack and yells at everybody. And Gang Orca is here. He has a like a big tongue tie, and you have to do rescue and fighting. His eye is like 
His eyes in the spot of like orcas that had they have like their fake eyes and it's just like super scary. And there's so I've got a bit of information on Gang Orca if you're yep. interested. So Gang Orca is based on a character called Sagamata, who is a killer whale from Har- Horikoshi's previous series. Are you Are you Magadoki? Are you Magadoki Zoo? Um, and in that series, it's uh, again, it's so the series is about a zoo who has, that has been mm-hmm. cursed, and the the animals kind of come to life. But um, so Gang Orca's surname in this is Sagamata, so the same as the character from Ogamati Zoo, and also Uwabe, the um, you know the hero with the snake hair that mentored Kendo and yep. Momo. She's off based off a character from there as well, again with the same name. That's really cool. Like, he can kind of, like, have his characters, like, guest star in it. Like, his previous stuff. Yeah. Just... And we've seen... Horikoshi's in... He's added in with the manga some um, drawings of Gang Orca in, like, his civilian <laughs> clothes. And he looks much smaller. So that, on the background, where you can see the sort of... I didn't know what to call them, so I called them shoulder testicle things. <laughs> They're, like, holding his cape on. So the black bit of the... At the back, that looks like it could be like a tail mm. or something. That's all a cape, and he's only got he's got the um the dorsal tail yeah. at the top is actually because he's based on a killer mm. whale or a dorsal fin. Dorsal uh, fin. What did dorsal I call it? Tail. Okay, yeah, dorsal fin. <laughs> uh, and I, I was trying to figure out like was it an orca cape or like a seal cape? Because I know like orcas eat seals or something, but I think it's just like an orca thing. Yeah, because orca and I think uh, orca owe something. So there's different types of killer mm. whale. So there comes in this four different types, but they all come under this um, orca section of the like the type of mammal whale mm. thing that he is. Uh, and he wonders like, can you do everything at the same time? And he he was also at Camino with best genus in Endeavor, kind of being like backup support. And he's number ten in hero ranking. And he's a third in ranking of heroes who look like villains. And I really want to know who are the top two. Like, have we met them yet? Because he does look yeah. really scary. And in his hero outfit, it's not comforting at all. I mean, he's got that tie, which is, I don't know, I love, the, I love business wear. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but he does look really scary. Yeah, like, if I was getting pulled out of rubble, I'd be like, a demon orca is here. Like, let, don't, I guess, like, if he's well known, then you'd be like less scared of him. But if you somehow like didn't know about him, it would be terrifying. And the villains are attacking in all black suits. Uh, they need to rescue and fight, says the tired guy. Uh, and Mireta screams, like, aren't they expecting too much? And Eraser points out it's difficult even for a pro. And Gang Orca uh, like flourishes his cape dramatically and holds out his hand. He says, fight or protect. Help or run. And we get shots of Todoroki and Ainasa. And then we get uh, Deku dramatically turning to the camera. And that's the end. And next week we're going to get original episode, Saving the World with Love. And I wonder, will it be like shipping centric or are they like tricking us? Yeah. But on this episode, I agree with (laughs) Mineta. It's too much. This is too much for one exam. Yeah, because like how... I guess, like, you kind of just need to think, be like, okay, these people need to fight, these people need to rescue, but, like, yeah, it's just, like, 
they have to fight a pro hero? But I guess they, like, the UA people have already done that, too, in just their, like, exam portion. But they gotta, like, All Might's gone. They need strong new heroes. And that's something that could happen in real life. But also, it's a little much. I want to see them have to do a rescue arc, but for, like, a natural disaster. I think when I was doing my, the mental health uh, research in Japan for, like, a few Mm. episodes ago... I found something that said for all the natural disasters in Japan, Japan, it's estimated that at least 50% of the survivors will have a mental health issue after that. So that's why I think now I'm like, I just really want to see one. Because they have so many different types of natural disasters. And how is everyone going to cope with that? But I guess that's going to be quite difficult for Horikoshi to create. All, like, the rescue stuff always gets interrupted by villains or, like, mock villains. I guess it's because, like... It might get too, it'd be too boring for people to be like, oh, they're just like going around the rubble. And it'd be like tense situation, but then like, it's a battle manga, kind of. Yeah, I guess it depends where they set it. Like, what if they yeah. go to do something at the beach one day and there's a tsunami? <laughs> yeah, beach episode! And then <laughs> tsunami. Yeah, that would be, that would be cool. Oh, come on, Orokoshi, please. What did you think of the episode overall? Uh, I thought it was it was enjoyable overall. Like I, uh, it kind of feels like nothing really happened. It just kind of started, but it was still like really fun to see the Huck people like yelling at people and kind of like how calm the students are, even though like they're freaking out. They're still able to like figure stuff out. Overall, it was it was really fun. Yeah, I really liked it. I'd probably give it, I'd probably give it a three out of five though, mm-hmm. which is still a, a high rating. Yeah, I think like. 3.5 or like maybe 4 out of 5. I uh I try to think of like a funny thing that I can rank it out of, but I can't think of anything right now. I minus points. That's what I'll say. I'll be one of the huck people. Minus points cuz they could have gone beyond plus ultra. But I guess like it's just like literally what happened in the manga. So I guess like it's where they cut it off, but I think like have where like where they picked a good like hook spot with like the dramatic villain entrance the deku dramatic turn to the camera was a little silly though do you think yeah oh i liked it <laughs> because i went i still think it's too much for them and it's really mean so if i was if i was them i'd be like what the hell is this <laughs> this is too much i'm only 15 <laughs> if you just sit there staring at your girls, like if i'm not fighting you are you gonna attack me <laughs> My mom will write a strongly worded letter. <laughs> but, like, it's the exam, so it makes sense. But I don't know. That might... Is that the end of our anime yep, recap? that's the end. That's all, folks. This is My Hero Academia. Hello, and welcome back to episode nine of the My Hero Academia podcast. We're going to be reviewing the latest manga chapter, number 194, entitled Cold Skies Over UA High. Uh, it starts off by letting us know that it's 6.30am and Izuku is off for a jog. <laughs> it's too early. Yeah, they must have, like, along with their normal... I know he's had a rough night, but along with their normal hero classes, they must have, like, PE and things as well. Mm. He's a hard worker. Yeah, but he's got to keep up that, like, bod, that, like, the body he worked for. It's like, he can't slack off. He's got to go further than anybody else. That body that doesn't match his face. Yeah. <laughs> So we see him huffing and puffing along. He's thinking that I couldn't sleep or wink that night. And he thinks back to Aoyama, 
saying to him, would you mind not getting so excited? Not enough cheese, perhaps. And he's doing some brilliant pose with lots of puffy bubbles coming out. The other thing is, there are certain cheeses, if you have them before you go to sleep, they give you really weird dreams. You'd think Aoyama, the cheese aficionado, would know that and say, oh, maybe less of that blue cheese. Uh, Aoyama probably has like a cheese spread ready at any moment. If anybody needs cheese, I'll just be like... This is my sleep cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Izuku says, maybe. I don't... <laughs> maybe? I don't know. <laughs> he's considering it. <laughs> Sorry for waking you. And then he's gone off for his jog. Whether I dreamed this or not, I remember it vividly. The instant our hands touched. Oh, okay, this is Kate. This is going back to Ayama, but have you ever watched 30 Rock? No. Oh, at one point Liz Lemon goes, working on my night cheese! Because she's just like, having a midnight snack of cheese and it's amazing but oh they touch hands da, 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 da. Uh, and then on to the next page the instance out the instant our hand touched the dream ended with the predecessors staring at me well we can't see all of them because there's two people that are still blacked out but we we've got better full face shots than we did last time could we see the guy um the pale guy next to the one with the turtleneck coat could we see his two tattoos or scars down his face before we couldn't see it last time i just i was like oh yeah he has like i think it's a scar hmm but it's a bit wide or oh okay it might be two scars i think i thought it was just one like long one i'm like that's really wide but it's two side by side Hmm. it's interesting and then on the next page we have all might saying the first wilders memories you really saw them, and he looks genuinely surprised here. He's curious, and they also memories from one all for one. That's what, like, he didn't really see from the perspective of all for one, did he? I think it was mainly. I don't know why he says that. Yeah, I guess he got he got the memories from one for all. Yeah. But like, I think like maybe he's saying like, oh, I saw both of them, so like maybe he's just like, I I don't get it. I guess he. He didn't actually see the memories from either of them because he was standing outside, whereas if he saw the memories from one of their point of view, he wouldn't be able to see whose body he was in mm-hmm. because he'd only see from their, out from their eyes, wouldn't he? Whereas he was off to the side. Yeah. Oh, they're eating lunch together. Like, yeah. All Might has a drink and Deku has a little lunch. He's saying, also, memories from All For One. You mentioned seeing vestiges of One For All when you were young, right? All Might? And All Might continues saying, yeah... After my master, my predecessor, taught me about the vestiges, I couldn't hold you the... I couldn't... I couldn't have told you the whole origin story without that knowledge, in fact. Hizuku says, I only saw up until he received... He, until he first received his quirk. That's when he started talking to me. Uh, and we get a little, like, thing of the kids running through the hallway and Minata's, Minata's like, oh, I could eat a horse. And he just like, a horse? And so, like, a big guy is kind of, like, chasing a guy who's running and Ochiko's, like, waving her hands and so is Mina. It's a cute little scene. Oh, now it's When me. Minata's pointing at Ida and is Ida the one who's questioning horse or is he pointing at Ida saying Ida's a horse? Oh, let's, okay, let's see. It's very small. Yeah, no, I've zoomed in. I think he's the just saying... so I... enthusiastic. I think he's just saying I could eat a horse and then Ida is like shocked at the horse. I don't know why he's pointing. 
And Nikki's just excited. <laughs> he's, I don't know. And he's Shoto just like, I'm going to eat you, Ida. Mina and Shoto gone, doesn't care. Mina's just gone to cannibalism now. Uh, oh, and I just want to say, for, like, the people we can see, the, like, the, the one with the spiky hair that's not, like, a bun or a ponytail really, really looks like uh, Bakugo hair. Maybe a bit less now, because it like the collars tip it too high. Wait, but which one? The one with the spiky hair that's right behind All Might's wispiness. Oh, okay. It looks like yeah. Bakugo, but I know people are really like being like, "Oh, it's Bakugo." It looks like Bakugo and Kirishima, but the other one doesn't really look like Kirishima. But I, it just doesn't make any sense. I don't know. And now on the next page, about one for all being, oh, about only being at 20%, about the singularity. Uh, at the sports festival, you said they weren't actually conscious. Oh, wait, did I skip a page? No. No. Uh, at the sports festival, you said you weren't actually conscious. Ah, sorry, at the sports festival, you said they weren't re- actually conscious. But it sure doesn't seem that way. And he's kind of looking at his hand on, like, the scar there. And... All might think to himself, he spoke? I can't say it ever happened to me like that, and my master never brought it up. As far as I know, you're the only one to experiment, experience this phenomenon. So, and we get a flashback to his master talking to him. Not a dream, real vestiges. Vestiges? They're all sorts of stuff stocked up in the cork. I want that, I want this and that, I want to be this way or the other whatever you wherever you find power there's sure to be feelings behind it the feelings of all the users along the way get recorded in memory as part of the power that's what i believe and they're kind of like she's saying this as a kind of like like leaping from rooftop to rooftop (laughs) and uh all might says sounds kind of occult and she says or romantic i'd say so even if I die one of these days, we can always meet again with one for all. Romantic, right? And I guess like we gotta remember One Piece taught me romantic also means exciting or like kind of adventure. Like adventure is romantic. And All Might's kind oh. of thinking to himself and Deku kind of has to jolt him out of his like thinking and he says and when you got a burst of power you woke up any injuries nope but the thing is we should mention like there was fire he like burnt his room up it wasn't usual power it wasn't like he broke everything he burned it yeah i guess or he could have um because when he used a lot of it a lot of strength he gets that blue sort of like um electrical lightning Mm -hmm. so i guess if he used a strong burst of power quickly that could have happened and singed it Mm -hmm. but the lightning fire you'd think would keep burning away but the lightning, we've never really seen it impact or burn anybody. There's no sign that's anything besides, like, energy jolts that are just like, oh, he's using, showing he's using his power. I don't think it's, I don't know if it's actual lightning, but maybe it is. That would make sense. I really like the the shot of Nana as she was saying that it's romantic. Oh, that's a great shot. That, I love her hair. Yeah. It's a great shot of her. And just, like, he's just thinking about his vest. That's like, it's a, It's such a beautiful flashback. And then I wonder, is All All Might saying he had this dream as well? Because in the flashback, it's saying, not a dream, real vestiges. I think that's him asking, um, he's clarifying with Izuku. Or, 
But it's it's in the dark text though. It's in like it has the dark shadow of flashback. Uh, the not a dream, not a dream, real vestiges. I think that's still from him thinking now. And then when the vestiges question mark, I think that's when he's asking Nana about it. Ah, uh, okay. So it, it crosses over from that's how it crosses from the present to his mm-hmm. his beautiful flashback. Yay! Ah. Uh, and we get a, sh- we get, I love that, like, I love the ways that Horikoshi thinks of, like, having a background when it's just text, so we get, like, a shot of the ceiling, and All Might says, that's good at least, all I know, or, all I know for sure is that I don't know what's go, what's going on with you exactly. Does singularity refer to the quirk singularity? Did something in you trigger this, or had, or is, was it some external factor? Do you remember anything else? And Deku responds, oh, I couldn't really see two of them, and your image was kind of fuzzy, All Might. Maybe because you're the newest addition? And, okay, I just want to say that I realized, I was theorizing last week or whatever, that maybe some of them were, you couldn't see them because they were still alive or something. But I remember when uh, All Might was first telling the origin story, he kept being like, oh, he was, like, kept, like, strongly implying he was going to die by, like, not telling Deku something. So it probably is that All Might's fuzzy because he's still alive. Might be the real thing. Could be. Yeah, and All Might says, Sorry, kid. There's so much I don't know. What I can say is that the power is your ally in all of this, and we'll figure it out together. Oh, and he has his hand on all Deku's shoulder. And Deku says, You bet! Oh, also. And he flashes back to when... Uh, all Might said that his mom reminded him of his master, at least their hairstyle. And so that means that Deku knows, could like kind of ID which one was her. And he says, your master was really pretty. Oh, and All Might just... I guess also she's the only female. True, that too. Uh, and All Might says, yeah. And I love when All Might, like ever All Might smiles, his eyes do like the little circle thingies, half circles. Yeah. Uh, and... He says, anyway, you got a special class this afternoon. Better get going. Right. And he says, maybe I'll go and watch. Should be fun. And Deku's like, fun? What do you mean? And Razorhead kind of like shuffles out. He says, oh, you two are as chummy as ever. And he has a certain somebody with him. And All Might's like, oh, Aizawa. Uh, no, I mean, uh, the kid just don't leave me alone. And Razorhead's just like, the corny excuses are getting old fast. Like, I get it. You're his, being his mentor. It's like, oh, hey, Shinso. I thought that was you I saw hanging out with Ayazawa-sensei. And he's like, uh-huh. But he's back again. I like that not only do they does Shinso and Ayazawa have sleepy eyes, but they have both also got really straight teeth. Teeth? Oh, yeah. They've got, yeah, they've got, like, if you look in at, um, if you zoom in a bit into Shinso's smile, he's, they, like, Horikoshi's drawn all his teeth. So they've both got really, yeah. like, funny-looking teeth in this panel. Yeah. I guess, like, he doesn't do that with Deku, but he did it with All Might, with Eraser, and Shinso here. I guess it's more, like, skeletal yeah. or something. Uh, All Might's yeah. saying, oh, no, the kid just won't leave me alone. That's quite mean. <laughs> I think Deku knows that he's just, like, yeah. making excuses. Because I guess it might be a little weird that, like, a te- teacher and a student are, like, spending time together. But, like, they clearly have a mentor relationship. Like, I I think, like, Eraser has probably, like, figured it out a little bit. Mm-hmm. 
At least you know he could tell that like All Might's focused on decide to mentor yeah. him at the very least. When we first saw this page, I was like, oh, please let Shinsu actually be in it now, and not because we've seen him twice before with Azawa, and that's been Same. it. And then we've seen like brief bits of him at the cultural festival, and that's been it. And I was like, stop teasing us. I, this is going to be another tease. <laughs> but we'll carry on and see if it is another tease. Yeah. That's what I thought too. I was like, oh, he's popping up again. And I was like, ugh, I get, like, <laughs> give him to us. So on the next page, um, Azawa with his creepy, intense eye stare. And it's such tiny pupils. <laughs> he says, get suited up quick, Medora. We've got a busy day. And then we see that they're at the, um, the industrial centre of the school. And we see the group in their winter gear. And I think we can talk about their winter Yay. gear afterwards because... It's ridiculous. Yeah. So Hagakure is saying, so totally pumped up for this. With Jiro asking, aren't you cold? And she says, I'm totally freezing. <laughs> I think it's either Suyu or probably a Jiro saying, tucking out her. And then there's Ashido Mina just saying, my winter style's cool as heck, don't you think? She pulls a pose. <laughs> Did you want to talk quickly about their winter outfits? Uh, sure. Okay, I just want to say, like, for Hakagura, I was like, just let her wear clothes already. Like, Miro had the thing where he, like, his suit could pass through stuff, too, because they made it out of his hair. She might have long hair, like, or I guess, like, it's only their first year, but please, just somebody invent an invisibility suit for her. Like, Edna from Incredibles is able to create something that turned invisible with Violet. Please just let her wear clothes. At least she has shoes now, but it's just like... I think those are new gloves. Because her other ones didn't have the patches yeah. on the back. So I think she's got thermal gloves, but still. Yeah. I think, is Jiro's have a longer um, vest now? It might, it might be slightly similar, but it's longer slightly longer. But I think it's the same one because it's got the same little cutout bit at the end. I think her makeup, her eye makeup mm-hmm. underneath is different. But other than that, she looks the same. Hmm. Kind of looks like she's, oh, I, oh no, I thought she was blushing, but that's just her like thing. And I love uh, Momo's She's cape. She's just got a cape. <laughs> what is it, like a like a thermal cape? I guess so, maybe. And like, it, like, it doesn't look like she's wearing pants. Uh, it's because it's a... It's a no. Sh- yeah, it's a it's leotard. A le- yeah, le- le- leotard or something. But like, she can have like shorts because it's winter. Uh, Sue's looks like hers has been... Her, you, her um, outfit's been reinforced to be warmer as well. Um, and then Mina's just got mm. a crop jacket <laughs> it makes it look super 80s i think or like 80s or 70s fashion she's not even got full sleeves she could have she could have at least three quarter length <laughs> sleeves i guess if it's too long she runs the risk of melting it with her acid yeah that's true and the t- the boys all seem the same like on this i think ojiro has a coat on because usually the uh, fluff is just on because he keeps um his the fluffy bit of his tail on his shoulder doesn't he but he's got it on both sides so i think he's got a at least a fluffy jacket on oh yeah i forgot because I was, I was remembering him having a fluffy thing before but that was just his tail so then on to the next panel when it's ido and sato speaking and ida says all of our costumes have undergone considerable transformation since the school school year began and sato's saying it's crazy how you made it through the summer in that get up ida which is true i hadn't even yeah, considered that be- how did he wear that he must have been a real sweaty betty <laughs> maybe air conditioning and also 
Uh, he's putting on a mask. Sato's putting on, like, a ski mask or something. He had a mask anyway, didn't he? Oh, maybe he did. Oh, he did. Oh, let's see. Oh, I think you're right. Oh, yeah, because he had, like, the, like, wrestler outfit. Mm. Or it's not showing... Oh, yeah, it, no, it was a hood. It was more... I think it was more of a hood, because in the on the wiki, his, like, hero thing it doesn't look like it has a thing. Oh, okay. Um, so then Izuku goes right over to Bakugo and says, You've got a new look too, Kachan. Who doesn't like that? And saying, ha, huh, you got a problem with it? Then say it to my face, you stupid nerd. And he pulls his angry gurning look. And Izuku says, your costume must guard against the cold and generate heat, yeah? Since your sweat, your sweat glands serve as weapons, it only stands to reason. What a great modification. And Bakugo's so angry that he's biting Izuku's speech bubble. I love that. <laughs> love that detail. And he's saying, I don't want your praise either, as he just gnaws away. He's literally chewing the scenery. That could go as a giant angry ham. I think, have we seen him do that before? I think maybe once or twice, but... No, he's called people extras before, but I don't think I've, I don't think I've ever literally seen him chew speech, bu- yeah, chew speech bubbles. I love that. Um, then we say Ojiro speaking to Izuku, and he says, You've got the most dramatic upgrades, though, Midoriya. Those gloves are recent, right? And he says, Yeah, I need to keep up with my new abilities. The gloves are new and pretty awesome. This is already my second pair, actually. Hats may modified them to take more of a beating. And Ojiko's smiling on, and then she's like, Oh, right. Hatsume, but then she thinks back to <laughs> Hatsume feeling him, his body up, telling him he's muscular, muscly, and when she landed on him with her, her boobies on display, and she gets all embarrassed and worried and shouts, Get out! <laughs> and Ojiro's just like, You're a hacker! Like, why, do you, why are you shouting to yourself? And then someone in the background turns and says, Oh, slacking off, are we? <laughs> oh, and like Ochiko's outfit hasn't changed, but I, Bakugo has the most like practical outfit, really. Yeah, I guess she was wearing a full bodysuit anyway. Oh wait, are those yeah. bits on her wrists new? Mm, I think that's always been her new. They might be bigger. I might have. She's a... always she's always had the wrist. Oh, okay, cool. So we go on to the next page. I love the next page. And first of all, there's a tumbleweed. And someone's saying, is, <laughs> saying, is that your way of underestimating us? Kirishima. And then we see some white people in the background saying, oh, they're here. Nope, we're not underestimating anyone. Just excited. And then we see Mon crazy Monoma. Huh, is that so? Too bad for you. The tides are rolling our way now. So I guess the tumbleweed makes sense with the rolling bit. Or the tumbleweed is like the dramatic western standoff. Like it's literally like blowing between them. It's like, <laughs> whatever that music is. You gotta whistle it though. I can't whistle. This panel of over one B students is so good. <laughs> so they're saying, and one of them is still shouting, "Hear me, class one A! Today is the day we settle this rivalry!" And he's shouting so much that he's bending over backwards. <laughs> He's literally Jojo posing. He's like so dramatic. Oh, he's lost the clocks. His old, his, last time we saw him, his hero outfit had like clocks on it. This time it doesn't. I think he, he says two bells. I think he may still have clocks, but on the um, 
because we can only see his right shoulder and arm. He might have them on the left. Ah, but the clock's around his belt. Is that one on the white belt? Oh, yeah, you're right. I think he had more before. Yeah. But I think, yeah, you're right. They're on the other side. Um, sh- do you want to come back and we can go through the one the one B class afterwards? Yeah, because I just want to note that there was the person beside the person with, like, the mask and, like, the braided tail. I honestly thought they were just legs and a head, but they're bending over. But I was, like, trying to figure out who was leg man. <laughs> Who's missing a torso? Yeah, I was like, it's why they, they're so scary. If I saw something running at me, it was just legs and a head. I would run so fast. Like, you would never see me again. I would leave the school if there was a leg man. Oh, I love this page. I'm glad we're coming back to it. Yes. Uh, and then uh, one of us like, check out this survey I took at the cultural festival. Which did people prefer, Class A or Dink- Class A's Dinky Concert or Class B's Ultra High Quality Theatrical Production? Well, take a look. And it's like clear, like it's just not a bad paper. Like he clearly made it. Yes, our margin of victory was two entire points. And Kirsten Seema is like, for real? Well, can't argue since we didn't see their show. And like Kirsten is also just like on the same like energy level as Madame, just like yelling as well. You've been hogging the spotlight like pigs in slop ever since school started. But these days are coming to an end because today is A versus B, our first joint battle training. And we're gonna... And Eraser just like hooks his neck and like strangles him. And Koda, who we didn't see before in the big shot, is just like reacting, but like her arms... We don't see her arms. Oh, Kendo. Kendo, sorry. What I caught... Kendo. We see her reacting and like... Just the light flashes behind is dramatic. You can't see her arms. And just look like, since her neck is covered, it looks like she's just jutting out her boobs. No, I think she was probably going over to tell Mo- She usually hits Monomo, doesn't she? And she's like, shut up, mm. and drags him away. So I think she was going to do that. But then um, Azawa got there first, so she has to kind of like limbo underneath his attack. Oh, maybe. And we see welding guy reacting. He's like, Monoma, you're gonna kill. And Arisa's like, quiet, you. And Vlad doesn't, I think you think Vlad would speak up for his student, but he just says, we've got a special guest today. And someone's peeking out behind him. And Arisa has says, try not to make fools of yourselves. It's not, I think he's talking to the class. And someone's like, a guest? And back go, fresh meat. And uh, Kevin just wants it to be a girl. And uh, Tetsu Tetsu it's already like moved over to like 1A it, it feels like it should be Kirishima but they say we'll show them the, we'll show them the ropes and he's hoping to transfer to the hero course everyone's oh, shocked it's Hitoshi Shinso from class C of general studies yay. yay and he has this funky mask I'm so happy yay I like it but like I I just feel like people have been like every time he shows up I'm like ah and we're just like okay he's the brain what control guy but I think he's cool like it'll be interesting to see like oh uh, I don't know it'll be interesting for him to join because I think someone pointed out that the boys uh dorms there's one empty room so there's room for him yay I'm so happy yay. um should we go should we talk about Shinso for a little bit and what we think his mask could do before we go back to the, the 1B sure. chaps and ladies, okay, chapets? Uh, I, uh, you, is it okay if I go first? 
Yeah. Sure. Okay, so I have this, like, crackpot theory that maybe his mask is actually, like, making it so he can talk to people and not control them. So it's like, I can do it. I can fight without, like, just using my quirk or, like, kind of, like, doing that. So, like, maybe he'll be Batman. <laughs> but maybe. I, but also it might be just, like, do you go into your theories? Yeah. But, I mean, he can he can choose to just not control people, though, can't he? He can choose to just not control people, can't he? He like he's not going around doing it. Yeah, like he can he can naturally he can naturally do it, but it might be a way to like reassure people. But mm-hmm. it's not likely. But it also like clearly has like a microphone thing. It also has headphones in it. Like I think there's a top. I think part of it goes up. He's just wearing it down yeah. right now. Maybe. I think I have a few ideas of what it could be. I think it could either be a projector, so that more people mm-hmm. can hear his voice and reply to it, so he can control more people. Or it could, like, project his voice so that it sounds like it's further away, so people don't realise that he's mm-hmm. there. Or it could disguise his voice so that people think he's someone else and unwittingly respond to him, and he can control them that way. Mm-hmm. So either it's a projector, yeah, um, it may or, like projector is in like it makes the voice sound further away, or it makes it louder, or it mm-hmm. alters his his tone and things so people think he's a different person. Mm-hmm. I guess it's, it's harder to show that in, like, manga, though. So, like, but, like, well, he'll, they'll find a way to do it where it'll just be, like, a speech bubble not assigned yeah. to anybody. And people are like, oh, wait, who's that? Oh, it must be another invisible person. Because, like, everyone... I think cause the people we see reacting are the two people who've been, who, like... I guess the, some of the other ones were also controlled during the tournament, but Deku yeah. and Ojiro are, like, the main ones. He's got the same tape, the alloy tape that Azawa uses... Yeah. But I really like him because this is a really gutsy thing to do. Like, everyone's been doing this hero course for ages and he's still trying to apply. So he's going into this group with everyone and they're probably, like, looking down on him like, ah. but he's just going for it anyway. That's gutsy. I don't know if I'd have the guts to stick myself out like that. Yeah, he hasn't given up. Like, he's still, like, going at it. And, like, I guess it's kind of the wonder. Like, it could be... I feel like Eraser is going to tell a logical ruse that he'll replace somebody, that if you don't score, like, well enough in this thing, he'll cut you out. But it'll be like, oh, actually, all of you, he can join and you guys can stay. But it, I think it'll be funny if we see, like, Mineta and some, like, other people, like, angsting or, like, being like, oh, I'm not going to get eliminated. Yeah. Oh, I hope he joins. I think he comes across kind of, like, as the underdog, so that's why people like him so much. But... Mm-hmm. And I wonder, like, will it just be a brawl, or is it going to be, like, one-on-one fights, or is it, like, a, a group versus one person? Like, we have no idea how this, like, versus uh, class A versus class B will go, really. If someone was to leave from class 1A, who would you want it to be? Mineta. <laughs> <laughs> but also, maybe... I think most people would. He has got a real... <laughs> hatred fan base yeah he's just like all his all his entire thing is that he's a giant pervert and it's not interesting i think if he they like used his quirk more in like in an interesting way or just like had literally any personality besides boobs are hot i would like him better but he's just that his entire character is pervert and like commoner is kind of perverted but he at least like is a lovable idiot and has like interest to him like oh i need to like try harder and like has those i've like like, he's actually interesting. Mineta is not interesting. Yeah. I don't think Shinso would join for a while, though, because they said he's hoping to transfer. 
I think maybe if there is a traitor, the traitor will be outed and then he'll come in. Because mm. like, otherwise, 21 is a, an odd number and he'll just be sitting at class at the back on his own, mm. which he, he could do. That or Sato will get diabetes and he'll have to leave. That's what I was thinking too. Sato's the one who's also gotten like the least focus at all. So like they could switch him out pretty easily, but like he's just he's like there's nothing wrong with him. He's just boring, I guess. Yeah, no, he is quite boring. But I don't know, and I'm just like I think this is also a way to like you. These are all the suspects for traitor are here, so it's a good way to check to like test them kind of. But because like one B or like yeah, the B B class could also be traitors, right? Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, I guess they wouldn't. They wouldn't have been anyone there at USJ, but they could have still set it up for one A, and then that way, because they weren't there, they'd be less likely to be caught out. So I guess so. Yeah. I just feel like it will be someone from one A because we have the most. We see them most of the time. So there's already that um, connection with the reader there. Mm-hmm. But like USJ, the only thing the trader had to do there was like. Look, to get a picture of the schedule or whatever so they could see that All Might was going to be there. Yeah, that's true. But I feel like it'd be funny if Monoma was the traitor just because he was, like, a dick and, like, he didn't quit. I think he just wanted to stick it to the class and, like, he didn't realize what it actually meant. And now he's in over his head. I went too far. Yes. But I kind of doubt it because he's, like, he wants to be a hero still. Okay, do we want to go to Class B and we can kind of, like, talk about their different outfits or, like, react to them? Yeah. So the ones that we can see... Okay, so the ones that we can see from that big picture. So starting off in the corner, I think that he is the student whose quirk is called Gyrate. Oh, this... Oh, Sen Kayabara. But he's just, like, he looks, he looks kind of boring. He just has, like, black hair. His hands are in this thing. And, like, he just seems, like... I think he's probably the most definite one to be, like all suited up yeah and if his quirk is gyrate and it makes things just you know move about quite intensely that could cause a risk of things like falling on you so it would make sense why he would be suited up Mm -hmm. so i think that might be him yeah and his outfit looks kind of cool he has like reinforced knees (laughs) yeah i guess it looks his helmet looks quite star warsy or his whole thing feels very power rangey to me like, it's a super suit or something. Like, armor. Like an evil Power Ranger. Yes. <laughs> oh, who's the... Oh, no. Who's the villain that's got the um, the mouthpiece that separates in three? I think from Batman. Bane. But that's what Bane. Shinso looks like. Shinso looks like Bane. Mm. Oh, okay. Um, the guy next to him with the the ponytail, he's um, Hiroju Rin. He's the other foreign exchange student along with Pony. I think he's Chinese, this guy. Um, and his quirk is called scales. So he just creates these green scales on his skin, which to me seems quite similar to um, Tetsu Tetsu and Kirishima, but he can probably do more with those scales. So I'm guessing maybe he'd be able to camouflage them like Sue can camouflage her skin. And the, I don't know. And the villain league guy who was imitating Stain also was like a lizard man. But his quirk was like magnets, so like a, getting all the... Or not magnets, but getting all like the... His big sword thing was a bunch of swords, and then he immediately got knocked out. Yes, the 
yeah, the massive Stain fan. Oh, yeah, yeah I forgot about him. He was all lizardy. Yeah, you're yeah. right. And then talking about <laughs> talking <laughs> about lizards. Next to him is I'm guessing he's supposed to be an insult, an insect, because his one of from one of the trivia's we got about him, one of his um, hobbies is collecting insults. But his quirk is a razor sharp. <laughs> he likes to collect insults in an insult book. Yeah, insects. He looks like a dragon. I think his ah so his first name Kamakiri. When written with different kanji, apparently it means praying mantis. Oh. And it contains... Good thing he's male, not female. And name contains the kanji for scythe or sickle, so it's like a, a tacky praying mantis. Yeah, but praying mantis are cannibals anyway, yeah. aren't they? So then next to him on the front, um, the pretty lady <laughs> in the um, insect... Insect? Mushroom. No, she... No, not Rushroom, the one next to Mushroom who's oh. wearing the reptile bodysuit. Yeah. Um, her name is Set, te, Setsuna Tug, Tug, Setsuna Tugake. Take? Mm-hmm. Um, her quirk is called Lizard Tail Cut, <laughs> which we don't... I, I don't know what that means. And she likes dinosaurs. So it might be that... That is just is she is she actually wearing something or is that just or no she has a belt, but that might just be her skin. Her design is my favorite, I think, out of all the students here. Mm-hmm. I like her like her mask is cool. Like it's like very, it makes you think of Incredibles. Like it's very like old comic books. It's cool. Yeah, I think her design is a very like sexy design, but mm-hmm. not too much. Like it's not over the top. It's over like I but think it's also might... like. It's quite cool. I'm just looking at now. She might actually be naked. What? Yeah, like I think the green stuff is just her skin, maybe. Oh, like um, uh, mystique. Yeah, like I think maybe she can turn it on and off, maybe. Mm, Possibly. I guess we'll see. Um, Mm. But I like her. I like her boots as well. Mm -hmm. And then behind her is um. The guy who I thought he looked like Beast from X-Men. And his quirk is called Beast. And he's Jirota Shishida. Yeah. Oh, I like... He has, like, tusks. And I guess I was hoping he would be blue, but it looks like he is, like, brown fur. Yeah, I guess if he was blue, it'd be too much of a copyright thing, wouldn't it? He looks like he's wearing sunglasses here, but when we've seen him before, he had actual reading glasses, but I really hope they're sunglasses. <laughs> and he likes to take naps. Yes. Um, did you want to go to Mushroom Girl next? Oh, yes. Uh, Mushroom Girl's name is uh, Kinoka Komori. I love her outfit a lot. Like, it seems very cute. We don't know anything about her quirk. We only know that her name means mushrooms. I'm going to double check that we don't. Yeah, or sorry, her quirk is called Mushroom. Um, her name translates Her name translates to Small Forest, and it's written with the kanji for Hope, Rise Above, and Child. <laughs> I wonder if she... Oh, and she likes edible mushrooms. So with her quirk Mushroom, I wonder if she can like put people in oh. some sort of opiate-like <laughs> trance. <laughs> Maybe? I was thinking she'd like, throw mushrooms at people or something. 
Oh, you know, in um, like it, in One Piece, in Amazon Lily, where <laughs> Luffy gets those poisonous mushrooms covered everywhere. Uh, don't pull off the ones at the bottom. Uh. <laughs> no. She's probably the one I like the least. Oh, I, th- I like her. I, I think her outfit's like, I think it's really cool because it's just like a dress and like we don't really know. I think it's like, it makes her stand out a bit. I like her socks at mm. the bottom. Um, I think it's just because I don't like those skater dresses because whenever I wear them, they blow up. Oh yeah, I could not wear something like that. No, unless you like weight it down, it's too much of a upskirting risk. Yeah. Impractical. <laughs> I suppose you would know this if he was a woman. Yeah. Uh, I don't think he thinks about her life. Like, oh, this looks cute. Let's do that. Yeah, and then behind her, you, I think you're definitely right when you said that that's um, Manga Fukudashi because I thought that was the body of Kojiro Bondo behind him, but no, that's that's the infamous Manga guy. <laughs> his quirk is just that he can, his, keys, his head is speech bubbles. And like, that's all we know. <laughs> And like I, I think it's maybe he's not saying anything, so he's just like, he's just b- like blank page. Is it his name is literally Manga? I have no idea how. But if is this a joke that's gone too far now? Like, how's he gonna be able to use this work at all? <gasps> oh, imagine if he can transfer people onto like a a two B two D page. Maybe or like we just saw uh, Bakugo chewing on bubbles. Maybe he can like stab people with bubbles. The speech bubble? Maybe. I guess there could be quite a lot he could do. Like um, Sai from um, Naruto where he drew things and then could make them come to life. Or even... Huh. Um, who's the... Not the ninja chap. The friend of his. I don't know. From Wano Country in One Piece. Oh! Um, who created... Who drew Kato, the dragon uh... that carried them up so. Uh, I'm, gonna go, I'm a bad One Piece fan. I don't know. I can just think of Kanjiro. Um... I'm just gonna Google paint guy one. Oh no, I think it was Kanjiro. Oh no, that's isn't that the other guy? Oh, I'm no, I'm R- right. Raizo, yes. the ninja. Kanjiro, I was right. Yeah, or maybe he, <laughs> he draws things like Kanjiro and they come to life, or he puts people, you know, like transfer them from real life onto like a two D drawing, like in the um, ah, uh, is it Aha? They did a a music video where they jump into a painting. I don't know. I've spent too long on this. <laughs> or no, I, I, okay, there's one other person that it, if he can do, like, manga stuff, like, maybe he can use sound effects. So then, oh, well, one sec. He could be, like, oh, I'm, uh, I forget what his name is, even though I love him. Um, oh, short kid. Koichi, Koichi. He could be, like, Koichi from JoJo. He fights with sound effects. What can effect. he do? Um, he has a stand that can, like, do sound effects stuff and like he could like if he like writes like this hot sound effect for hot you'll like get you'll get burned by it oh okay that's interesting but i don't think that's really what his thing will be because like it's just Mm. speech bubbles but you never know um and then behind him in the group drawing is kojiro bondo who we've seen him use his quirk before in the sports festival and he just opens his like he's got a bucket face with holes in (laughs) And he opens his bucket face and spurts out this, like, gluey, like, acid. He did it at, um, I can't remember which group. He did it at someone in the in the sports festival during the cavalry battle. He made it through there, but he didn't get any further. Mm-hmm. Or, 
I, I'm i looking at the wiki. Apparently his head is supposed to be shaped like a goo dispenser with, like, the top on. And he has, like, seven eye holes. I thought he was, like, a golem, like, from, like, not golem, go like, golem, golem, but, like, the clay creature that's been powered to, like, help you. I thought he looked like that. Uh. I wonder, so maybe, but what's going on with that face? Like, is his, the, the glue dispenser mouth is open so far. Yeah, I guess he's shouting, but it's like, doesn't look like it's even attached, or it's maybe it's kind of attached at the bottom. How does he eat? It must go everywhere. Yeah, he just like, throw, he just throws it in the hole. <laughs> and he doesn't have Unless a he can, yeah, or he can only eat soup or something, I don't know. Poor guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, yeah. <laughs> back to heroes and... <laughs> Not what can what can Kojiro eat. <laughs> um, so in front of him, the other I think the only last female we see on the group, she is Yu Yu Kodai, um, and her quirk is called size. And we've seen her make herself go smaller, but I don't think we know if she can go larger like Mount Lady or not. Or no, I think we've seen her get a bit bigger. I think the wiki says that like she used it to intimidate somebody at one point. Um, let's see. She made herself larger as seen when she tries to scare off Shoto and Katsuki. Oh, okay, in the forest. Yeah. Uh, okay, so she can make herself bigger. And she looks like a referee here. Or, like, or she looks like a Pokemon Go trainer. Like, she looks like she's ready to play Pokemon Go. Yeah, she does. Her cap is interesting. Yes. Uh, and beside her is Tetsu Tetsu. He's amazing. He has the same heart. He, oh no, he has like iron. So it's different than Kirishima's, but it's the same. And, he and he's is. not wearing a shirt. Yeah, like this is their winter <laughs> gear too. And he's just like, he's the same as Kirishima. And Kirishima, I think people are saying online, Kirishima should get a turtleneck. And so should Tetsu Tetsu. They need to, they need to match at all times. Like Tetsu Tetsu needs to update his outfit to have sleeves on it. So that I he think can be the same. Doesn't Kirishima wear the sleeves so that other people can't hurt themselves on his? Yeah. His heart and skin. So I guess Tetsu Tetsu just goes into metal, doesn't he? So it's not like you're going to get an abrasion if you yeah. go against him. Oh, and I forgot to say, for Kirishima, I wonder if, if he goes hard, like, maybe can he not feel temperature then? Maybe that's why he doesn't wear a shirt? Because, like, he doesn't need to. If it gets, like, really cold or really hot, then he can just, like, harden and he doesn't get affected. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, that would make sense. And he... I think he might be able to hold his quirk longer than Kirishima as well, because he said that he said before that the more iron he eats, the longer he can hold it for. So I guess if he just ha if he has like loads of liver one day for a hmm. meal, uh, he would be a terrible vegetarian. <laughs> True. Uh, what was I thinking of? Oh, I wonder if he'll have like a version of Unbreakable, like Kirishima does. So like. Yeah, it's likely, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm interested to see, like, we get to see all their powers in action, how they've changed. And then the, the last, we, there's Manama, we already talked about him, he's a jerk, but he can copy powers. Yeah, I know. it'll be interesting to see if he tries to copy Deku and breaks a limb. Yeah, or if he's learned to copy multiple ones at a time, or if he, because mm -hmm. I, th I think before, was it five minutes, only five minutes he could hold it for? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Um, and then behind... Ooh. No, I was just thinking, what if he takes, Shin, like, copies Shinso? Yeah, he could do. Also, the, I guess, the students like Momo that have got more skin on show, they're more of a risk to him. Is He's more of a risk to them, isn't he? Does he have to touch you? 
Yeah, he has, he has to make contact. Oh. But so I guess if he cut, touches someone's clothes, I don't think that would work. Yeah. But um, So the guy behind him, his name is Shihide Kurio, and he's the guy with the black skin and the white hair, and his quirk is just called black. I guess maybe we'll, hopefully we'll find out what it actually is because he says like white hair. Like, he, does he have all white eyes or is I think it? I don't think it's all white. I'm trying to look up. Uh, I think he's got he's got pupils and things. I think, mm-hmm. but his um, the kanji for his name are the ones for black color and domination. So I wonder if it's not going to be black like the black holes of thirteen, but I wonder if he can. I don't know, like if he creates a black um, area around him once you go into that, you're under his control or something. Oh, that could be cool. It'd be interesting to see him like fight Dark Shadow because like he'll like all dark, and like Dark Shadow gets power from that or like is stronger than. Ah, uh, yeah. Will it make Dark Shadow go crazy? Yeah. Ah, uh, and I'm that's... so excited for this. Yeah, I'm so excited to see the class and like. I don't know, like, is this going to be a whole arc? Like, please, no villains interrupt this, please. Just let this happen. That's all I yeah. want. No villains, no surprises. Just let them duke it out. <laughs> Do you think it'll be, like, a group fight, or will it be, like, separated? I don't know. Maybe it'll be a group. I hope it's in li- in smaller groups, because mm-hmm. then it'll be easier to showcase everyone yeah cause otherwise it'll be like way too hectic i feel like yeah. it'll probably be like i i, I kind of don't want it to be one-on-one fights i would rather have it be like two on two or something but yeah i don't know oh, i'm looking forward to it tournament arc again <laughs> oh, yay the loser um, gets eliminated so the people in 2b that we haven't seen is Yoseto, who does... We saw quite a lot of him, though, in the um, the woods. He's the one that melds things, and he helped Moma out by mel- melding her tracer onto the Nomu. Yeah, we just see him um, in, like, the, the next panel. We see him, just like his Oh, head. yeah. His face as he shouts for Monoma. <laughs> um, there's Ibarab with the vine, the green vine hair, who made it into the um, final ten. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we don't see her, but she's in 1B. Nirijenko, the the small chubby guy who uses martial arts that was also, he gave up when Ojiro gave up after they were mind controlled by Shinso. Mm. We don't see him either, but he's there. His quirk is um, called Twin Impact, but we don't, I don't think we know much about that. He punches we know that he like, ah. Uh, okay. Um, we haven't seen Pony, who's the American transfer student who doesn't speak much Japanese. <laughs> And I think she can emit laser, like laser horns, lasers from her horns, can't she? I think. I don't. I don't remember. I don't know. I don't know if we've seen any of her quirk. I just think of her as horse girl, even though like. Yeah. But that's just. Why is her name Pony? Pony's her actual name. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping both her parents will have horse quirks. Otherwise, that's a real. But <laughs> her quirk is horns. Horses don't have horns. It's just her. Her quirk is horn cannon. Char- or maybe mm. charging things are hitting them with her horns. Maybe she's, maybe her name is, her name is Pony, but actually she's like a, a gazelle or something. Oh, she's a reference to My Little Pony. That's why she has horns. 
Um, the other ones we haven't seen, we haven't seen um, Kosei, but we know that his quirk is he creates the little uh, the 2D spheres that block things. We saw him in the tournament. Um. We haven't seen um, Reiko. She's the, her quirk is Poltergeist, isn't it? The one with the oh, white yeah. hair. White hair. Let's click her. Yep, I was right. Poltergeist. She during the um, the woods I think she turned up out of the ground to scare people and she just got an O out of Bakugo and Shoto mm-hmm. and the last one we haven't seen here is Jozo Jozo Honotiki and his quirk is called oh he looks quite scary but his quirk is called softening which allows him to soften anything he touches yeah he creates the um he can make things go like quicksand and trap people in it. It's kind of similar to uh, the elasticity guy. Gentle. Gentle. It's kind of similar to him. Except his makes it like in what a way? quicksand. What, rather than making things bouncy? Yeah. Okay. Oh, he looks so scary, but his quirk is softening. I like that. Yeah, that's like, I wonder like why he has like... Why is his face? It's kind of like the thing of like he probably inherited some of it from his mom and like the other part from his dad or something. Are they his teeth? Yeah, he just yeah. has a very skeletal. His teeth sit outside of his skin, and he has like he looks like a skull. It's not related to his quirk in any readily apparent way. <laughs> it's just like mm. why. Um, anything. Oh, and we asked, I just noticed that we can actually see Kendo going to hit Monoma in the panel before he gets strangled. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, she's going to go hit him. And then I think you're right that she is like ducking out of the way of Eraser's thing. Uh, overall, I think it was like, I think it was a really great chapter. It kind of left us hanging a bit with like the mystery of the dream thing and like. What was really happening, and then it just kind of like goes right into them, them fighting against each other. I guess I was, I never really thought about the winter costumes before, but it's a cool idea. But not everybody has like a really apparent different stuff. Yeah, so, anyway. I guess for people like Bakugo and and um, Suyu, they really need something, but other people probably not and like sue is even like harder to tell that it is this looks the same but i guess like maybe it's a bit thicker like thermal wear yeah i'm guessing it's probably thermal but and like does shoto i guess uh todoroki doesn't really need to heat his own heater yeah <laughs> <laughs> so he's not gonna do anything different besides like have to use his fire cork more i really enjoyed this chapter i think i preferred it to the last one because i'm not I'm not too into the the mystery of one for all. That doesn't really excite me that much. Like, it's interesting, but it's I just a... love seeing more of the characters. Yeah, and, like, it just showed us stuff we already knew. Besides, like, him talking to... He might be able to talk to him. But also, our, I guess what I was curious is, I wonder when the original holder realized he could pass it on. Like... Because he didn't know he had a quirk. So at some point he decided to... He passed on his quirk to somebody. And then, like, died or something. But, like, we don't know how he did that or why. Like, what was his relationship with the second person? Like, were they friends? Or did he just, like, meet a rando and throw his hair at him? (laughs) (laughs) Ain't this. Yeah, like, what happened? Like, how did they realize it was DNA? (laughs) Yeah. 
uh, we'll find out. I'm glad we're not finding out all in one. Yes, well, I think... Like a, a long, slow mystery for the crazy theorists to jump in. At the end of this arc, maybe he'll, like, unlock a little bit more. And just, like, you've now reached 30%. But I think, like, I don't. I feel like he'll be at 20% for a while. So maybe not. Yeah. I don't know. And there's still, like, the Endeavor thing and Hawks thing going on. So, like, is it gonna go back to that? Like, they're still hunting the Nomu. Yeah, I guess it's, it takes a long time to gather intel, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. And Hawks doesn't officially have their um, their trust yet. So that'll probably be going in the background. And, I mean, this fight is only going to be, like, half a day, isn't it? It's yeah. not going to be long. So however many chapters we get of it, in real life, <laughs> it would only be half a day at the yeah. most. And, like, all the arcs in My Hero Academia are really short, too. Like, they're not super long. So it'll go by pretty fast, I think. Like, the overhaul one is, like, the longest one we got. Yeah. Oh, I hope this one doesn't go long. I want to see more of Class 1B. And I want to see more of Class 1A. I want to see more of a Jiro and Koda and Sato. Show us the, like, the the secondary characters more. Yeah. Uh, but I'm also literally just a sucker for Shir- Kirishima, and he's, like, one of the main characters now. But I'm also just like, give me more Kirishima all the time. You have Tetsu Tetsu as well, right? Yes! I want them to fight each other again! <laughs> and, like, I want them to interact. Just, like, I'm, I'm really excited for Class 1B. And, like, Shinso, I guess, like, I'm excited about him. I'm more excited about, like, how the others will react to him, or, like, how he'll react to other people. Like, I don't know. It'll be interesting. But I feel like we've probably gone on for, like, how long? Oh, no, only, like, 40 minutes again. So about the same length as the other one. Okay, cool. Right. Okay, so thank you for listening. This has been, again, the ninth episode of the My Hero Academia podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at mhapod, or you can email us on Google at myheropod at gmail.com. Yes, and then we're on Tumblr at myheroacademia. And, oh, you can follow me on Twitter at Sniper of My Heart. And I'm on Twitter at Chopper's Antlers. And that's all, folks. Let's go beyond Plus, Plus Ultra! This is my Hero Academia Plus Ultra Manga, anime, news, and more Plus Ultra Do you know what? If we get really into that one day, we could just pipe up the um, the gain so it just goes super loud to kill everyone's ears. Or, like, scream. I already need to go through and, like, put myself in the quiet zone.